you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Hoo, la, and la. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Things are positively buzzing here at the Nerve Center on the west coast of the NFL Network here in Culver City, California specifically. Why? Because the schedule for the 2012 football season has just come out, and we're pouring over it. It's wonderful. This is what's great about the NFL rank. It's what we always talk about. It's a 12-month-a-year sport. They have really done. Whoever the marketing geniuses are, I don't know, is it the game or is it the marketing geniuses? Either way, they do a gangbusters job of somehow trumping what's going on in other sports when we couldn't be, we could hardly be further away from actual football, but we're pouring over this this week. Next week, we'll be looking at the draft. Let's dig into it with the man who I just referred to, seated to my immediate right, my old pal from NFL.com. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You know, I got to say schedule release might be my most favorite day of the year. I remember (laughs) when I was a young child, my dad would pull me out of school we would go down to the local Kmart, and he would purchase me a blue and yellow balloon for my beloved Los Angeles Rams, and then we would go home, sit in the living room next to the radio, and listen as the Los Angeles Rams schedule was released. It was a big day for us. That never happened. <laughs> no, of course it never happened. I know. They said they when really, did this become an event? I don't know. Same, uh, you know, same thing with the draft. It's now a prime time thing. We have football, by the way, between pro and college football now. There's is there a day of the week when foot when it's autumn that there isn't a football game? If only we still had the USFL, oh, we would have football almost uh, twelve months a year. Actually, all right, let's listen. Let's yap about this schedule here. We have much to discuss. Mad Men episode. Mm -hmm. Let me just say this because a lot of people want to know about my personal feelings. I get a lot of uh, business on the Twitter at Damashek. You could follow Rank there at Adam Rank. And I know Black Tie behind the glass. He favors the Twitter. What's your What's your uh, Twitter account? Twitter at? name is Tunde S M D. That's T U N D E S M D. What kind way of name too, is way, that? Black way tie? too well, long. Actually, Change it to Black Tie, and then <laughs> you, you get more followers. That's my first name and my last name initials. Why don't you make it? That's a great idea. Do Black Tie. Make a new one called Black Tie, and we'll see how many followers you get. Let's see what kind of juice this podcast has. There, Black Tie. How right. say you? I just might. All right, Black Tie. Uh, DDFP, something like that. All right, so speaking of, because uh, I almost said DOT, which is Daves of Thunder, which is my uh, other podcast, my mm-hmm. previous podcast with one Mr. David Feeney, a personal note, I'm flying off to uh, the Hawaiian Islands rank what? On, uh, this uh, later on this week 
to uh, to for the nuptials for the blessed nuptials in Hawaii. How about that? That's pretty good. That's awesome. That's awesome, isn't it? It's a nice. Yeah, that's. that's I don't know. I don't know how I care. I don't think I care for destination weddings, though. Is this his first? Let me tell you something. No, no, no. Is this Feeney's first? Yes. And is it his, his wife's first? Yeah. Or probably not. It is. <laughs> probably not. No, yeah. I mean, a lot of times if it's a destination wedding, it's somebody who's been married before and doesn't want to bother everybody to go out because no, this one me, side of the room is going to be, this? Is gonna be, you know. What? No, this is this is pretty grand. David Feeney, if you're not familiar with uh, with my name dropping of, of him at uh, my past uh, podcast, is a uh, he's uh, one of them big time comedy writer guys. He writes on the the show the Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three. No, another one that is new girl girl focused. Yeah, about is young girl, girl in an apartment. This one is uh, two girls. Two They're, girls, excuse me. Two girls, right? Two girls, yeah. Two, two girls. No, no, no. Apartment? Two broke girls. Two broke. Girls. Yeah, the CBS. That's right. You're right. I'm sure he's not listening, so <laughs> he won't be offended. But anyway, what a sport this character is. David Feeney's putting everybody up at the Four Seasons. He is in Maui. Okay, well, that makes sense. I was getting makeup on my punum, as uh, most fellas do. I was getting the makeup <laughs> on my face the other day for uh, something on uh, the network, and I was talking about this trip. Kara Henderson, you know, fancy lady from uh, Total Access, you yep. know, she speaks up and says, you're going to the uh, Four Seasons? Wait, she talked to you? Yeah. <laughs> I know that was, must have been Whoa. especially interesting. Must have been a big day, and uh, and yeah, we talked about. It and she said, "Oh, it's the greatest place there is. This Wailea, this uh, hotel, this Four Seasons Wailea. I'm going on Feeney's dime, so you can imagine what I'm going to do to the uh, to the to the um, refrigerator in the room. <laughs> the mini bar is that be wrong? Rated. Is that bad etiquette? He's is, making you if, go to if, if he's, he's if he's if he's doing it if he's paying for the Four Seasons and everything." Is that wrong for me to raid the to, to raid the fridge? Is he paying for your flight? <laughs> no, he's not. Well, they didn't raid the fridge. Yeah, that's fair. that's a huge chunk of change. He deserves the it. audacity. Yeah, and then he told me. Then he told me the other day. He said, "Oh, it's great. You're, you you have a mountain view." And I said, "A mountain view? I want a view of the in sea. Hawaii? I want a view of the sea. I may not show up now after this attack." <laughs> All right, let's talk about this schedule. Let's go so anyway, this place. People like to hear about these things, and then other people wonder why we're talking about our personal lives it's yes. you know what you learn rank you can't, can't please everybody no and i'll tell you one person who isn't pleased dave damashek right now because as you may or may not know if you're a newcomer to this podcast though you don't know that i like my puck i don't just like football i like all the sports and i like puck and my team is the pittsburgh penguins and that's all I need to say about that, and you understand why I'm feeling so low right now. Yeah, I'm feeling very sad, Adam Rank. Are you? Yeah, of course. Down this was a team that this is a team that could have won a Stanley Cup. I thought, but is no. There, is there any chance that they could rally and beat the Flyers? Listen, I know people like to say well, it's happened. You know, it's not like uh, NBA basketball where it's never happened—an 0-3 deficit overcome. But it's hard to imagine. Plus, they're suspending the Penguins for their poor play. Yes. yes. A, as much as I like to hate the Philadelphia Flyers, I feel that the, the saddest part of it is I have, I'm not walking away. With, mind you, obviously, there still could be – there's still some uh, puck to be played, so maybe I'll turn against the Flyers ultimately. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm not so much feeling hatred for them as I am shame about my own team. Yes. You don't like that. That's not a good place to be. So anyway. That's, that's one of the most worst meltdowns I've seen of a team. It's really like very just bad. losing your composure, just very like a, a team that has a storied franchise. Ah, just a, well, I don't know the the Penguins count as a storied franchise. They've got they? some they've got some cups in their history. They've I had guess. one of the the two greatest players in NHL history. You would contend to be the best. Yeah, that's no, not. I think that's, that, that's, I think, that's, I think they have three of the top ten forwards in NHL history. When it's right. all said and done, so if Crosby have, survives, you know, if he makes it for another decade or whatever i think he would uh, he'll, he'll statistically figure that way but the thing i don't understand now 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 you've gotten me off on the tangent about this but let me say did i just steal that from dennis miller is that what he always says like i don't want to get into a tan not a i don't want to get into a rant a rant yeah i'm blending dennis miller and adam carolla a little bit yeah now i'm on a tangent now i'm on a tangent now listen i feel this way a lot of people are talking because as we you and i always yap about Every opportunity anyone has to send up to Mount Pius and look down on the on the mortals on the planet Earth, they'll do so. And this week, it's been uh, the, the the residents of Mount Pius are consumed by fighting and hockey and the goonery and what's happened to their beloved sport. 
if the Penguins had won that game, there wouldn't be nearly as much noise about Crosby and their defenseman Chris Letang getting into a fight at that point. You can make a case they're trying to motivate the team. History, the hockey has a history of doing that. You turn a game around when things are going south for you. You drop the gloves. You, you, you get a rise out of the guys on your bench, and you turn the game around. There's a history of that happening. And so had that happened, I don't think people would be wringing their hands the way they are. But uh, listen, no, it admittedly, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't happening. Got, what happened with their goon, Aaron Asham, was, was indefensible. That was grotesque, him taking cheap shots and so on. But... Look, the bottom line is I'm disgusted. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And and then you got the the stinking pirates. And as if there isn't with those two things going on, enough to be embarrassed about. The Pittsburgh Steelers release new uniforms. They're alternate <laughs> uniforms replacing those horrible gold helmets. Thank goodness I I thought, mm-hmm. oh, this can't they can't get any worse <laughs> with what they do. And then they get worse. They look like Australian rules jerseys. They look like <laughs> bumblebees. They look like Things that have black and yellow stripes in them. I don't know what else. I'm too sick to talk to, to, to come up with any clever analogies. I won't do it. it but remind- I, I, suffice to say, the the uniform monitor is not pleased. You know, think globally, act locally. I don't know what to do about this. I feel like this has gone on, on under my nose. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I apologize. It's pretty bad. It reminds me of the 80s WWF tag team, the Killer Bees. Jumping Jim Brenzel, B. Byron Blair. Mm-hmm. Like, nice look. Nice. Like, it makes their 75th season uniform look look, uh, look I mean, good by comparison. Another news, guys. Uh, the NFL schedule came out today. Oh, oh black tie. Oh, Here we it. go with black tie. You are you are the most company guy we've ever had behind the glass now. That's how it's becoming here. Hey, black tie is for being formal, right? I guess so, it. Uh, you hey, know I'm what? Just, I can't I'm just, argue. I'm just keeping it business. Well, we said this last week. I said this to DeMarcus Ware when he was here in Studio 66. If you missed that episode, I encourage you, Nade the Man, that you go back and listen to it. And while you're at it, why don't you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes? And um, we said to DeMarcus Ware, Wes Welker, and Clay Matthews, we had some time with them and had, uh, I thought, interesting conversation. Not enough. I would like to have had an hour with them, but we we did what we did. Well, but that's, I told the, that's the company guy right there. Yep, black tie. Getting him oh, out of here. Hey, we got to get him. Kara no. Henderson's waiting for him. We got to get him over there. Let's talk about, though, I said this to him and I say it to you again. The season opener mm-hmm. on Wednesday, September 5th. Wait a minute. Why is it on a Wednesday? I Am I, was I asleep at the wheel when this I happened? I, I got to tell you, philosophically, I do not like it. I, I, I Sunday... <laughs> Is the day, you know, the the people, people wax an older generation, I think for the most part, waxes poetic about opening day and baseball, about spring. And, you know, even when pitchers and catchers report older folk wax about that. But really, the big day is, I think, on the calendar is the most exciting day, arguably, is the first Sunday of NFL football because it is the national pastime mm-hmm. now. And um, I don't know. I, I think it muddies it to have a Wednesday night game. I don't understand the whole foolishness with the band, with a some cheese ball rock band. Oh, yeah. It's going to be gonna a concert. I wonder who it's going to be. Uh, it could be Katy Perry. It's not Black Keys. I don't know. I'm just throwing a, I'm just throwing a band out <laughs> all there. All right. If it's Black Keys, then I'll be all right with it. But you're it not going to be. Can it be, uh, can it be Guns N' Roses with Miles Kennedy? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know what any of that means. All the right. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Axel didn't show up. Yeah. So they took uh, Miles. Is it Miles Kennedy from Alter Bridge? Is that his name? Who am I looking at here? From um, Alter Bridge, Miles. I don't know what this language right. is you're Never speaking. Mind. I don't get it. So You didn't see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremonies. Axel didn't show up. No, and so then you put, tweeted something about the, the hologram of Tupac. I didn't see that one either. <laughs> you missed the the hologram of Tupac. Don't you understand how I've been spending my days lately? How have you been? Yeah, ever Curled since. Curled up in the fetal position, yeah. weeping about the Penguins losing. Don't you understand the you, devastation? You may- I live it. I'm not somebody who just talks about it and then leaves it, <laughs> leaves it at the office. I bring it home with me. You know how Tom Cruise talks about when he takes a, an acting role or Daniel Day-Lewis and he's interviewed and he says, uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I took that character home with me, and it and, uh, wasn't a very comfortable uh, seat to be sitting in some, at, at some times. Like, that's how I am. I take it home with me, man. Do you? That's right. Now, <laughs> the Cowboys are at the New York Giants. The On Giants, a Wednesday. 
You heard the Giants won the Super Bowl last year. Oh, that spoiler team, alert, please. Well, unless people are, are... I'm still taping it. You're like the pilot who ruined the NFC Championship game for you. That's right. What yeah. if I was taping that game? What if I was saving it? Statute of limitations expired. <laughs> it expired, right. By the way, I was. it was violated. My personal uh, fan conduct policy was violated by my cousin Mitchell, who tweeted, who texted me during the game, you know, about, texted me about uh, one of these hockey games. Like, how can you, this, that goal must have made you sick. Like, listen, I'm not watching it live. <laughs> you don't text me. Turn off your phone. No, that's on you. Turn off your it's phone. It's not don't, on me, yeah. bub. Now, don't answer your phone when the game's on. I Simple. wish you wouldn't have answered your phone when I asked you to be on this podcast. Done and now, done. Listen. Yeah. Cowboys at the Giants. I think that the Giants, I think it's seven years now. I think it's seven for seven that the defending Super Bowl champion has that home game and wins it. Mm -hmm. I say this, let me say now, early prediction. The Dallas Cowboys are going to break that streak. You think so? I think the Cowboys are going to roll in there and start things off, and, and they will not come down in the 2012 season. I think they're going to win that rugged NFC East. Their biggest challenger, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be the Eagles. Mm -hmm. They're going to be in much better shape now. D'Amico Ryan's coming over, stabilizing things in the middle. The left tackle situation will have to be figured out for them now. But I think that that team is going to is going to be one year delayed from what everybody thought they were going to be. But I think the Cowboys are going to be even better. I've been as big a Tony Romo basher as anybody, but I feel like it's a matter of health. That's true obviously with any team teams have to stay healthy and the, that I hate when people throw that caveat out generally speaking but with the Cowboys imagine Romo Austin Bryant and a healthy running back with the moves that they're going to make in the draft and have made already to fix that offensive line and to fix the defensive secondary they will be this year's Houston Texans is Jason Garrett still coaching the team well yeah he's only had one year yeah don't like him I think it's going to go back to the Giants. And, you know, if you look back at the last time nope. the Giants had a, a title defense, they started the season 4-0. Mm -hmm. And Tom Coughlin's going to have this team ready to go. Sure, they were 9-7 and last year, but they were playing together. The defense is coming together. I like all the parts that they got. Hakeem Nix is becoming one of the best receivers in the league. Victor Cruz is doing pretty well. And if you look at their schedule early on, they play the Cowboys, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Eagles. I don't think they're going to start 4-0, but I will say that they're going to go 3-1. and the, uh, the team I think they're going to lose to is the, the Panthers. That's one to watch because the Giants are going to have to go to Carolina on a Thursday night to face them. And when you talk about the Eagles, I still think that they have a lot of problems there. And last year they started off, they won their first game, lost four in a row, and they have a similar schedule this year when they open up with the Browns. But from there it's the Ravens, Cardinals, Giants, Steelers, and Lions. Uh, not a, They'll probably beat the Cardinals. They'll probably win that first game. But they're not they're not going to start four and one. They're not going to start strong enough. I think both those teams are in trouble. And I think the Giants, they're going to come together and they're going to uh end up taking the NFC East. Well, I you know, the Eagles the games, you know, people always uh use uh use hyperbole to make their point and uh, but the Eagles weren't it wasn't like a black and white season that the Eagles were just rubbish, you know. They mm -hmm. they had their stretches and I contend that the that the season would have played out very differently if Mike Vick didn't get bonked on the head mm -hmm. down in Atlanta. If you remember that, I think that was a week three game. Yes, it Is was early right? in the season. Yeah, they'd been playing well, yeah, and they they were about to. It felt like they were going to put that team away, and I think that that's. I think that that would have you know rolling through Atlanta, a team that was highly touted. I think if they had emerged from that one with a win. The season goes completely differently for that team. But then mm -hmm. he gets bonked on the head, and things started to unravel a little bit uh, with, with the Eagles. I know I'm simplifying things, oversimplifying things. But let's talk about the Cowboys, though. If I'm, they, they start tough at the Giants and then at the Seattle Seahawks is, a, is another one. I bet you people are going to be all over this Seattle team this year. Mm -hmm. You know, Don't you think people are going to be in love with them? Oh, yeah. Even though they're in the division with the Niners, the Seahawks. And with good reason, too. The defense was very good last year. Mm -hmm. The offensive line is young and hasn't been terribly healthy. But if that team, if that line rounds into shape 
and now they got Matt Flynn there. I like Tavares Jackson better than some, but you assume that Matt Flynn will be a little bit better there with the way they were running the ball last year. Mm -hmm. They have good receivers if Sidney Rice is is right. If if he's healthy. But the problem is, and I like Matt Flynn, because when you look at the backup quarterbacks who have come out of Green Bay, they've done pretty good. Brett Favre started as a backup. Aaron Rodgers was a backup, of course. Matt Hasselbeck, Kurt Warner, Aaron Brooks, Mark Brunel. Guys who came out of that system as backups went on to be good players in the NFL. The key to me, How though, long is has McCarthy been there, uh, been uh, in some manner involved with cultivating the QBs there, though? He's got to be at least Aaron. He's responsible for Aaron Rodgers. And to me, that's enough of a track record to where I would give it to him because the system's been in place in Green Bay for so long that he's been there as far as a continuity guy for at least Aaron Rodgers. I would still say the success comes from the system, which has been there a long time since well, Holgren was there. A, that certainly has worked out for Matt Castle, hasn't it? Whoa. Oh, no, that's a different team. That's apples and oranges. We're talking about the Packers. <laughs> right, right. The problem, though, I see with Seattle, the problem that they're going to have is that they gave Marshawn Lynch the big money deal. Bad move. Anytime you give these running backs big money deals, you saw what happened to Chris Johnson last year, they fold a little bit. And if they D'Angelo have injuries. D'Angelo Williams, too. D'Angelo Williams. And if they have problems with the, with the receiver, with Sidney Rice getting hurt again, I see them struggling again. I see them being uh, pretty much what they were last year, seven or they've been for the last two years, seven and nine, eight and eight, not much going on. And if you want to go, if we're talking about the Cowboys, the one thing that those are their two at Giants at Seattle, tough opening stretch. Well, actually, and, and they start off on the road, two games on the road. But what's interesting is that if you look at their schedule at the end of it, now everybody talks about Tony Romo's struggles, and the Cowboys went one and five last year in December, including the last game that was in January. Five of the last seven games are going to be in December. So the the schedule maker did him a solid, gave him a little heads up, said, listen, you know, we're going to try to turn those December woes woes around. If Tony Romo can win those home games, then yes, the Cowboys are going to be in a – probably end up winning the division because I know they'll play the Giants. They end with the Giants again, I think. That's going to be huge for them. How well, they how I, they finish in in uh, in the name of full disclosure, I will tell you, I haven't poured over these schedules. I'm just now getting a chance to look at them, and I'm talking about these teams in a vacuum. But of course, who they play is uh, is gigantic within the division. Teams have similar matchups, so you know they're hard to say the Eagles have an advantage over the Cowboys because they're playing generally the same teams. Mm-hmm. But just the sound of this is pretty bad. That first month after those two, then they get the Bucks at home, which they should win. But then they go um, at night to Chicago to play. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's in uh, Chicago. So that's a big – I mean, in Dallas. So that's a, a nice advantage for them. But it's a big night uh, game against the Bears. Then they go at Ravens. We'll see if the Panthers are any better. They go to the road on the road down to Carolina. They have to go at the Falcons – and they well, look at that dandy game though that they uh i you know i'm expecting the saints to be fine but not a really really strong team and by that point they may have fully imploded by the end of december right before christmas but december 16th they host the pittsburgh steelers that's a dandy mm-hmm. matchup for any fan of classic 70s football of course a renewal of that great uh, interconference is it interconference intraconference it's intraconference all right. So I like uh, – I think that's uh, – the, the Cowboys' schedule shapes up with a number of uh, juicy matchups there. Let's take a look now at uh, – now that I mentioned them, I'm clicking into the Pittsburgh Steelers' schedule here. Very interesting, though. They start off with the Broncos. NBC Sunday night game at the Broncos. And then poor Ryan Clark. He doesn't get to play in another game. Yeah, he's not going to play in that one. Peyton Manning going to be throwing the ball on the young Steeler secondary, the revamped defense. But you know what? You're talking about the Broncos. Let's uh, go ahead and throw out the whole notion. They're not winning. They're not winning the AFC West. You know their division start. Look at what they do. They start off with the Steelers. But again, but listen, you have to remember. Compare them. What are the differences? That's the only way to look at a schedule within a division is you can go down and say, oh, my God, they have so many tough games. Yeah, so do the other teams in that division. They have the but same. It's, but it's matchup. how they start. They're going to have they're going to have a quarterback who's 36 years old, who hasn't played with this team, who didn't play in the previous season, learning the new offense, learning his, you know, learning right. his new teammates. And you remember the new CBA means that they cannot practice as much as they used to, so they're going to have to do this all on the side. They start off with the Steelers. They go to Atlanta. They play Houston. They play the Raiders. They play at New England. They play at San Diego. They're lucky if they go 2-4. and 2-4, and four, that's a decent mark for them. 
And then the division, you know, are they going to come back? Are they going to win the rest of them? What's going to happen? That's de- a, uh, listen, I like that point. I remember last year, everybody washes these things away like they never happened. But I remember that I would say 60 70% of people forecasting the 2011 season had the St. Louis Ram- Rams winning that division last year. Mm-hmm. And I said, look at their schedule. They're going to be 0-6. They're a young team. They're gonna, they're, they'll implode or they'll spiral downwards once they start uh, taking some losses. And that's, uh, you know, they never rebounded from that start. That's exactly how they started the year. Um, that's a, uh, yeah, that's a, a fair point you make there. But I'm, I'm on the Steeler, so let me just look at this now. At Broncos, tough one. Jets, interesting at least where they'll be. At the Raiders, a uh, a a keystone matchup, a chance for the Steeler brethren to reap their vengeance for what the Flyers did to the Penguins <laughs> on October 7th. And I'm sure all the Steelers care about that. The uh, December 23rd game, I wonder if uh, Dave Damashek will find his way to the banks of the Three Rivers pre-Christmas because the uh, – the Bengals roll into the town into town. And this is something that I've noticed that the schedule makers are fond of doing is they love putting the Browns either the last week of the season or second to last week of the season. That generally isn't so bad for the, uh, for the Steelers. And, uh, but yeah, then they've got the, the Ravens. I do like this move that the rave, the two Ravens games are now deeper into the schedule. Late in the season. Week one. You don't make these games week one. People, schedule makers of the NFL. Broncos and the Steelers. That's a good game. Yes. We're going to watch anyway, though. If it was the Broncos versus uh, Carolina right, or the Browns, I don't care who you play. I'm going to watch football. Don't you understand? If, if, if I'm out in the desert mm-hmm. and, I, and I haven't had a, a morsel of food or a drip of liquid, I don't care what you give me. Give me a, give me a, a boiling hot thing of uh, – of, uh, Arrowhead water and give me a Ritz cracker. I'll, it'll be the best one I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Save the good, save the steak for when for when I'm starting to have a discerning taste. You understand? Mm-hmm. Let's not burn these early games. But those two games, those uh, the C, the 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 North, the AFC North tends to come down to those Baltimore and Pittsburgh games. November eighteenth. Again, as as almost always, it's an NBC game. Now it's a primetime game. Then they come. Uh, then they go out to Baltimore just two weeks later. Rank in uh, the first weekend, uh, the first games of uh, December there. But that that's then a pretty good really stretch know. for them. On December second, they play at Baltimore. Then they're home to San Diego, and then they're at the Cowboys. Bengals. Oh, is that the a Bengals rough are, one? Yeah, the Bengals Boy, are in there too. Brutal, brutal schedule at first glance. But all right, you're right, Rank. Let's now let me let me take a look and see if if I can validate you. I'd like nothing more than to be able to do that for you and talk about these uh, these uh, these Broncos here. Well, let me get their schedule up and um, go ahead and tell what's what's the first uh, Broncos are playing there? the Steelers. Loss. There they are. Falcons. That's a loss. Pittsburgh's rolling in there and defeating them? Yeah, Pittsburgh will beat them. Oh, that place is Falcons, maybe. No, they'll probably win that one. Houston lost. Raiders lost. At New England lost. Maybe beat the Chargers. Boy, you ain't ain't jiving. You ain't jiving. All right, now, uh, listen. See, you do know stuff because you're (laughs) right. Steelers, let's say they win that one. The Broncos? At at the Falcons. At the Falcons is tough. The Texans are going to be, I think, one of the – two or three most uh, prominent teams in the AFC that you'll see people picking to go to the Super Bowl. Raiders should be a win at the Pats, though, at San Diego. We'll see about New Orleans. And at the Bengals is rough. Boy, that's that's a uh, And a the Panthers tough... are going to be no joke this year either. I agree with that. I think that the Panthers will be better. There's actually a chance for them to play themselves into a wild card spot. Well, that, you know what? It's interesting because if you take a look at their early season schedule and you start looking at it because, again, you, you, you people predict it. You're like, hey, you know, we're all over the map. We're team jumping be, I know, team we're jumping. There's a lot of stuff going on. This isn't like, you know, baseball where it's like, oh, you know, you're worried about the division. But you look around, you look at who. I got you, you right here. Carolina has. at the Bucks. Okay, they that's can really a win. set the tone right yeah, there. Yeah. So Go you're starting off. You're going to pose your division foe. They're going to take. They're going to play the Bucks, and they have the Saints who are going to be coming off the. Who knows how long Drew Brees is going to hold out? Who knows how many guys are going to be suspended? They're going to be in the midst of their coaches' suspensions, so that's going to be tough. They get the Giants at home on a Thursday night, which is significant because the Giants are going to have to go on the road early season. You know, turn that one around real quick. They can go to Atlanta and win. Then they play host to the Seahawks. It wouldn't surprise me. And you know, what? I'll go out and predict this right now. P- Carolina Panthers. They're going to start five and zero. 
Five and oh. Five They're going to win Hold at on. the Bucks. It's Greg Schiano's debut. Yeah, easy. Yep. They got that one. I here here's something to be here's something to, to four to and think one about. at worst. Something to think about is Greg Schiano comes in there. He's the antithesis of uh, of Raheem Morris. He's this guy is a supposedly a big disciplinarian coming down from Rutgers. The you know Josh Freeman. Here's the trend. Here's the trend, and it's anecdotal. I don't have the numbers to back me up on this, but there is always this in the last say fifteen or twenty years. Here's what happens with many NFL teams: they rise up, they go from nothing, they go from five and eleven. Suddenly, they go and thirteen six. and three. No, they get they have great seasons. Where did they? Or yeah, twelve and whatever. They get into the ten playoffs. and six because they didn't make the playoffs. Ten and six. Okay, that's fair. All right, so they have a really good season. And then everybody, oh, this is the maybe a Super Bowl team. Then they just then they buy then they they, they they go away. But then they come back the following season and then they stay good for a couple of years. You know, with Josh Freeman, that well, could a, be the case. I'm aware of that trend and I, I don't disagree with you, but the problem and is And they add Vincent Jackson, so now they have a legit pass catcher. Yeah, he's fine. You're it's a, it's biased a, against him because uh, it's, of, an, it's an because Alvin Harper type thing. It's whatever. It is not an These Alvin time, Harper type you know thing. Everybody overrates what Vincent Jackson. Made. Vincent Jackson's never had double digits and touchdowns but in any Vince, of his, any any year in his career. Playing with Philip Rivers, you haven't had double digit touchdown receptions. Vincent Jackson, He's had, I think his career high in receptions is well. That's or, a bad in receiving yards. Wait, I know no, you no, like no, Alvin no, Harper. No, no. I know you like the but Alvin Harper. All right, was the number two and. Vincent Jackson's the number two behind Antonio. I'm not saying Gates. he played like well, he did play like number two, but I'm saying that Alvin Harper was a field stretcher. Take the top off the defense is what the the right. parlance Vincent they Jackson, like to use now. Vincent Jackson quits a lot, and that you know, so that's fine. So he's All a right, fine but Mike player. Williams. But the problem and, is, is they've gone so many years where they were spending the league minimum for the salary cap, not putting enough talent down there. You can have a good coach, and I bet Shiano is going to end them, have them playing better, have them playing competitive and in games a lot, but they just don't have the talent. And well, that's, let me tell you something. Key. I disagree, and uh, I disagree that they don't have talent. I like Josh Freeman, first of all. I, do, I like, I like their too. defensive line. I think they, if they can stay healthy, that's a good uh, young defensive line. And they're in a potentially really crummy division. I don't buy these Falcons. They, they they're always I mean, in the mixed. Since Matt Ryan got there, they're, they 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 I think his sophomore year they weren't great, but I think in for the most part Matt Ryan is not uh, doesn't belong in the when uh, you know everybody's obsessed with the with who's elite, but he's not a top 10 quarterback Matt Ryan. He no. doesn't rank in your top no, no, 10. No, 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 not at all. And they have they they do have a, a couple of uh dynamite pass catchers, but otherwise mm-hmm. I don't love this team. No. Michael it, Turner's done for, I think just about. Oh, he's, yeah, he's his effect Then the Saints may go away. You know, who know who mm-hmm. hard to predict the Saints and the They'll struggle. And, and the Panthers might be better, and they might even take a run at the playoffs. But th- th- this is a whole bunch of questions. That that division's a pretty lot crummy, them. and so the Bucks might be able to make a run. But who am I looking at now? Oh, I am on the Carolina, um, the Carolina schedule here. Yeah, they're at the Bears. That's not a good one for them. I make fun it of the gets, fa- you know. No, 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 it gets rougher once they get past their bye week. The Cowboys, the Bears, at the Redskins Philly, will be better at KC. Now let's. This they're going to start. They're going to start out strong. The thing, though, the team that watch out, though, and I know you're. I don't feel that Matt Ryan's a big elite quarterback either. But the Falcons are one of those teams that are poised for a fast start. They open with only one 2011 playoff team in their first eight games. So if you look at their schedule, they only play one team that made the playoffs last year in their first eight games. Poised for a fast start. However, when you start thinking about Matt Ryan, I bet they find a way to blow that. Yeah. Um... I, yeah, I I just have no I, I just aside from and it's hard to look down on Roddy White and Julio Jones. Those are two they they can make a lot of they can cover up a lot of deficiencies otherwise. But yeah, I, I Matt Ryan is I guess the question to me is he I, at this point he's another guy who kind of belongs in as much as I've bad mouthed. Romo and Sanchez over the years. I think Matt he Ryan did, he needs to be in that guy who class vanishes. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Flacco, he's in that group of guys that mm-hmm. do not uh, deserve. Every, they're those kind of guys that everybody says, like, I think he's probably a top 10 quarterback. And then like, start, really? go yeah, ahead and rank them, them, yeah. rank them, and then you'll see that they don't belong in the top 10. But here is the uh, here's the Chargers. Oh. Because, you know, the Broncos and you got the and, – and the Chiefs are another team. They're another team that wins that division two years ago with mm-hmm. Todd Haley. 
Then they start out last season and were and were just garbage. They were, remember how they weren't just losing early in the season; they were getting torched. Remember, everybody oh, yeah. was putting it on them. So KC though this year, and the reason they stunk last year was because they just immediately came out of the gate and were killed by injuries with Jamal Charles and Eric Bear, right. big guys. So those now they add Eric Winston, mm-hmm. so they're going to be able to run the ball even better this year. Now they have Peyton Hillis to go along with Jamal Charles. Good football, no so good. many weapons, Dexter. McCluster. And remember, too, when Jamal Charles had his best year was when Tom Jones was there starting games, and Jamal Charles was coming Tommy in. Tommy Jones of, was there? Tommy Jones. Yeah. You know, and so Jamal Charles would come in and was averaging over five yards a carry. That's a perfect situation for him, a great football move. Chiefs are probably the team that I would say is going to win the AFC West. How could that team not be good? They're Matt be Castle good. is why they wouldn't be good. Eh. But that, they, that, listen, that team – Aside from the QB, which is all that I guess really matters, but the weapons. They have Dwayne Bow, and and by the way, they also have Tony Moiaki, the kid who had a good uh, rookie season at tight end, then got hurt immediately mm-hmm. or in the in uh, training camp. So he's back. But Jonathan Baldwin is another guy who's 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 ready to go. He had some yeah, flashes can, down the stretch. He can keep his head straight. He's a little fine. cuckoo, but how could that offense not be prolific? Unless right. Matt Castle is just. He's it, proven he can do it, though. He's unless he's sub Sanchez, that's a, oh yeah. Remember I established that I said last sub year Sanchez. that we have that we have the Mendoza line in baseball. If you're sub one, you, you have uh, Sanchez, Sanchez Cliff. Okay. Yeah, Sanchez Cliff. Sanchez Cliff is what it's going to be. You just fall off. You do All not right. belong in the NFL if you're not better than Mark <laughs> Sanchez. If you can't start, or you at least shouldn't be a starting QB in the NFL if you're worse than Mark Sanchez. But yeah, that team should be good. And then the Chargers. That's the other team that could derail. The um, you know, what if what? See, if but the, I'm upset about what this. if the Raiders were did what everybody thought they were going to do last year? Now you're talking about uh, maybe the toughest division. Mm-hmm. Am I am I am I exaggerating? A by little saying bit. That? Who are the best? A little what, bit. What's the best division now? Dallas. The the the, 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 no, NFC, the NFC, NFC, NFC North. The North with the Bears are going to be really the, good. The, the Vikings are bad, but the Lions, the Packers, and the Bears are all good. That's pretty probably good. Th- those those might be your playoff AFC teams. In the East. NFC. AFC East, you go Pats, Jets, Bills should be improved, Better Dolphins. Team. Yeah, probably not. Could be. The North, Toggy, you have three good teams. Yeah, the the uh, AFC and NFC North, both of those divisions. Steelers, Ravens, uh, Bungles. And, uh, I, I, you know. And if, if the Browns end up. If, the Browns if they don't just screw do, this draft up. If the up, Browns just take Trent Richardson, if they come back with their number 22 pick and take Stephen Hill, whoever, whatever receiver falls down to them, Give Colt McCoy a chance to prove that he could either be an NFL quarterback or not. Because it's not that Tannehill is not this can't-miss prospect like RG3 or Andy Luck, where it's an automatic upgrade no matter what. At least give Colt McCoy one chance with some legitimate weapons, see what he can do. And if he if he doesn't do it, then just get Matt Barkley next year and then start over. It doesn't matter. It's no different to have Tannehill this year or Barkley next year. Just go, just surround him with some weapons. See what he can do. And well, that's a little too happens. easy. That's not going to happen. So, what are they, so if they if they if they decide not to take Tannehill, that automatically locks them into the first overall pick next if, year. If they're bad, if they're bad, they're going to be really bad. They're going to be awful. And that's that's what I'm going to. If, if Colt McCoy can't win with those guys, and they're a bad team because the division is so good with the Bengals, with the Steelers, with the Ravens, that they'll be an awful team and they'll be a top-five pick. They'll end up with a top-five pick. I think, like I've said before, Brandon Whedon's the right choice. That's what they should do at the if top If he's still there two. in the second Yeah, if he's top still there in the second take round. take Brandon Whedon. I like that. I, I think that I'm I, the the people whose business it is to, you know, who devote 365 days a year to evaluating um, personnel say that uh, it seems like over the last couple of weeks, it seems like Justin Blackman – People have put the brakes on suddenly right. and said, like, well, yeah, he's the top wide receiver in the draft. That doesn't mean that he's worthy of being a top four pick in the NFL draft this year. Exactly. Because he, he may not be the game breaker that we that we figured him to Maybe be. Maybe not fast enough. Well, you know. There's a lot I, of – there's there's some issues of separation and things like that. And if – you if know, they know for certain that they're that they're going to get the kid out of Baylor, or they're going to the the wide receiver out of Baylor, or Stephen they Hill, get Kendall Wright, or Stephen Hill, Kendall Wright, yes. If they know they they can that they're gonna that that Jeffries from South Carolina, them, I mean, they'll, that, they'll be it. They'll be a receiver there. But Trent There's, Richardson, people are so gaga for him. But how many times do we have to see in the NFL? It doesn't matter anymore. Who cares? 
It the matters. Steelers, the Steelers are going to go into the season with Isaac Redman as their feature back. Yeah, but they have Ben Roethlisberger, and they have Mike Wallace, and they have Antonio Brown, and they have Emmanuel Sanders. They have legitimate playmakers. The Browns have none. The New England Patriots went to the Super Bowl with Wes Welker, with Ben Jarvis Green, Rob Gronkowski. Back. They've got Wes Welker. They've got Rob Gronkowski. They've got Aaron Hernandez. They but who's have, good? But they who, have legitimate weapons. Who are the Browns' legitimate weapons? They don't have any. They have none. You've got to have one. Well, Justin Get a Blackman. couple of them. Justin seen... Blackman could be one. How about that? They had Peyton Hillis. How about this? Peyton Hillis had the gangbuster season two years ago. Mm-hmm. Gangbuster season by any measure. Right? Yes. What did they go? 5-11 that year? Very competitive. It's still a garbage team, though. Surround, more, surround them with more weapons. Listen, the last That's couple of years... The teams that don't uh, that have a good passing game but don't have a good running game are are more successful than the vice versa. That the Packers obviously have cobbled together their backfield uh, the last couple of years. Hasn't okay, well, that. where did where did the Packers find their receivers? Who are their receivers? Where do they get them? Greg Jennings, Jordy uh, Jordy Nelson, all these guys. They're not they're not number four overall picks. They're not spending high round picks on potential grain breakers you can find these guys later in the draft and there's a lot more receivers you can find in this draft well but if trent richardson if he is like adrian peterson who they're comparing him to then go for it then that's a good spot for him right there and you're not on the hook for so much money because of the way the cba is now you're not going to have to put in a huge investment so yeah you go with richardson you get your receiver there and if you want to go quarterback if whedon's still there boom there it is. Your team's rebuilt immediately. I like how you punctuate your point with boom, as though that boom. makes it. Just done. boom at the end of it. That it's makes done. it work. You know what? And you're going to get off the chart. I, I want to go back to the Chargers because it's. I don't want to. I don't want to skip this point because right, if ahead, you notice this, the NFL has come out in recent years. Like you know what? We want to put more emphasis on these divisional rivalries. We'll we'll end with divisional rivalries. Charger fans won't even notice because if you look at their final games. They do end with the the Raiders, so everybody knows that SB SDPD should uh, should know the Raiders will be in town on New Year's Eve or the day before New Year's Eve. But you look at their schedule and these teams that they're playing, they end with Baltimore. Now, now week twelve, they're on the road at Denver. Then they end with Baltimore, Cincinnati. They're at Pittsburgh. They got Carolina, who I think is going to be good. The Jets in prime time, and then Oakland. The Jets in prime time. Second to last week, you're going to make the the Chargers go to the go to New York, play a night game in December. Why? Why? Why aren't they playing the Chiefs? Why aren't they playing the Broncos? All right, a fair point, but um, you know, I, I, as a fan, that sounds like a pretty good game. So I'm happy to hear about that one. Oh, as a fan, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad not, you're happy. Not a fan of either of those teams. Now let's look at uh, the team that uh, was 15 and one last year. They start, the Green Bay Packers start at home with the Niners. Then they host the Bears. Mm -hmm. Oof, that's a tough uh, back-to-back. And then they go at the Seahawks. Uh, They also are at the Colts, at the Texans. A tough game. They uh, are at the Lions. They are at the Giants. uh, You know, of course, uh, they're home and home with the Bears. So that's a tough – you know, this. it's funny because it says here – that um, on NFL.com, it's a fairly the e- easy path. Who made Who this analysis? That? Who gave that analysis? Because those really? road games are the pretty tough. The 49ers and Bears? <laughs> it's funny. And, and Seahawks on the road? Well, I just said the I said at Colts as though that's a tough game. That's not a tough game anymore. That's, that's four, just in my brain that that's a tough one. They start off with four playoff caliber teams. They start off with the 49 Like, God, that's a tough start. If they went 2-2, two and two, wouldn't surprise me if they started 1-3. and three. That's stretching it. Maybe the maybe the Saints aren't going to be as good as they are because of the issues that they're going to have. But that that's a pretty tough start. I say your championship game, and and I don't know if it will be in Dallas or on the road, but it will be against the champion of the NFC North. That will mm-hmm. be your NFC title game. How about yes. that? That's my prediction here and now for you. Um, I'm looking at the Bears too. Yeah, they're at the Cowboys, just trying to find uh, what the differences are. They're at the Niners. That's a little bit tougher to have to do that. They're also at the Lions. Um, well, and host the division. Lions, so, yeah, that's the same. Um, and then they have the Texans at home. So, yeah, the, I guess I give the slight edge there to the Bears, right? Mm-hmm. And plus, when you have home games uh, at night, they- that favors the home team. It's good. Like, they have an NBC game. 
at home against the Texans, that favors them. You know, to be under the lights, that helps the home team's chances. The Lions, uh, is, uh, their home game against them is under the lights. Those When you have tough foes in your place on prime time, I think that uh, you tend to fare better. Absolutely, True. yeah, yeah. The statistics are bearing yeah. now, right? I, I would imagine, yeah. All right, now rank. Enough's enough. Uh, I got to get to Hawaii. My head's already. Wait, hold on. There. No, no, no. We can't do that. We we're skipping a pretty big one. We're, we got to talk Which about the, the Patriots. We want to talk about oh. a team. The, the, no, no, no. Right, go ahead. Let's the Patriots. Uh, if you if you base this on the 2011 records, they have the easiest schedule. They do. Yeah, they only and then they only play two playoff teams. From last year in the ah. first 13. And one of those teams is Denver, so I barely count them. What's interesting to note, though, is that the teams with the easiest schedule over the last five years have all missed the playoffs. Hmm. That were in that spot. And you look at teams that lose the Super Bowl. No reason to break they're that also, They're Let's also. Keep that one going. Yeah. They're also, you know, teams that lose the Super Bowl often struggle the following year, too. I don't think it's going to happen for the Patriots. I think. Them now that's an interesting stat. Has that been broken yet, or has the team that loses the Super Bowl not got that? That must have been broken, right? The the streak of those teams don't even make the playoffs. The Steelers broke it last year. So they are the first. Were they the first team in what five years? Couple of years, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, there was a pretty big slide. Well, you know, if they hadn't, if the if the Bills hadn't committed the amount of loot they did to Ryan Fitzpatrick when they did. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say though, I, I you know I don't love Ryan Fitzpatrick, but let's say they get Malcolm Floyd out of uh, Michael Floyd out of uh, out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Michael Floyd. Yep. Michael Floyd. Malcolm Floyd. Malcolm Floyd also went to Notre Dame. He did not. No. The former Chargers receiver. No. No. Uh, wasn't there a Malcolm Floyd? No, I'm thinking of Tom Zibikowski who wore number nine. Mm-hmm. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Black tie. Do me a favor, would you? What's up? Was there a Notre Dame wide receiver named Floyd in the last decade before Michael Floyd? Nope. I do have some scheduled tidbits, though, if, it, if I can talk about it. We, we don't know. It's too late. By Go the way, ahead. Lay it on us. What, what are your scheduled tidbits? First of all, I'm surprised that the Pats and Broncos game is not on national TV. It's not, well, it's not on primetime TV. But but wait. Tell me. The, hmm. the that, Jagu- is that right? The Jaguars yeah, and Colts is five. Well, that's because NBC doesn't own the NFL, and they can't. Just decide that they get well, every single uh, game. Hey, but still, that's 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 a shocker to me. Well, then, no, 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 because CBS gets to protect some of those games. Yeah, that's what it's about, Black Tie. You can't, well, NBC re- doesn't just of what get, it is. NBC doesn't get to look at the schedule and decide we'll take regardless this game. Of what it is. It's just I'm just surprised. I'm not saying it should be. I'm surprised. NBC, it's not on this is the same thing. Fox is upset because this will be the third, at least the third consecutive. Uh, Giants-Cowboys games that'll be on NBC and not on Fox. Hmm. All right, my next tidbit is, I think, week, I believe week 12. Okay. Yeah, yeah you could have researched this better. The computer's far away. Week 12 has the best na- um, primetime games. As week 12. All right, hit it. Four hit. matchups, Lions and Texans, first one. Wait, that's the that's the 9 o'clock Thanksgiving game, the 9 a.m. game? On the West Coast. Yes. Wow, that's see, now that's a tidbit, Black Tie. Oh, that's good. And then you have the Skins and Cowboys after that. RG3, yeah, that'll be good. And then you have the Pats and Jets right after that. That's uh, the the Thursday night game? No, no, no. Yeah, it's all Thursday. It's Thanksgiving that's the, Thursday. That's Thanksgiving Thursday. I'm sorry. What was so who the Cowboys have? Skins. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's Followed by the Pats that and Jets. Nice. That is very nice. And then Monday night that game. Well, first, Sunday night that week is Packers and Giants. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then Monday night, Panthers versus Eagles. Well, listen, let me look at – let me – Wait, I they, up. Gave, they gave a good game to Monday night? That never happens anymore. Shocking, I know. The um, – uh, yeah, you know what? Also, Black Tie, can you pull up the uh, – I'd like to see the uh, – real quick before we go, uh, I'd like to talk about the Thursday night on the NFL Network. But let me – uh, the, another big one is when you're sitting around with the family, mm-hmm. Christmas time, that uh, you'll have off Sunday the 23rd of December this year. So you'll presumably everybody will have off Monday and Tuesday? Or will yes. they have off Friday, Monday? Monday and Tuesday. People have off Monday and Tuesday. Sunday's probably the 23rd, the right? Oh, yeah. People will have that week off after Christmas, right? Yes. Saturday, the from Saturday to, yeah, through that week. So your game's at the lucky fans there, the Lions, Packers. 
Steelers host one. Dolphins uh, host the Bills. The Jets, like you talked about their rank, uh, their fans get a home game. Um, yeah. So that's nice. And, yeah, there's a nice one. Redskins at the Eagles. That's a good – that could be a dandy one. RG3 down there. Nice game. Nice, uh, nice slew of games for us to sit So there's only – there's one Saturday game on the 22nd. There's not a Saturday game on the 29th. And Sunday they're all going to be on the 30th. So then New Year's Eve's got no game. We'll have the Sun Bowl from El Paso, Texas on New Year's Eve. Well, here's your here's your Thursday night games on NFL Network with Eisen and Nestler and oh, Mayock nice. and the okay, whole yeah. gang. Um, How come we don't go to these games? I don't know. I might this year. If my schedule allows, I might be going out to these games this Awesome. Year. If my schedule doesn't allow, you may be going out to these Whoa. games. Whoa. Who knows? I don't know. So uh, the Bears at the Packers. That's, that's that's the first Thursday night game on the NFL Network, Thursday, now you, September now you, 13th. You talked about this. Last year, when the Steelers opened with the like Ravens, it. you don't like this. This is terrible. This is not fair to the Bears. They've got three days to get ready for the Packers, an important game at Lambeau Field. Yeah, and you got three days for it. Yeah, Giants at Panthers is an interesting one. At that's least. the one I see. I like the Panthers in that game. That's I like the way the Panthers' schedule is looking early on. Browns at Ravens. We'll see what happens in this draft, like we say, with Cleveland. Cardinals at the Rams. Through the uh, NFC West of Bone, all right. Thursday, October 11th, the Steelers are at the Titans. See, why isn't this the Week 2 game? Nobody cares. Everybody would watch it. You're right. Nobody cares early on. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't saying. matter. You're just coming out of the desert. You need something you know, to it's sustain funny. life. That's and I all. would imagine, too, if you talk about the Titans right there, uh, Jake Locker will end up starting by them because if you look at their schedule, man, they got to – they got a tough schedule. If you look at, uh, they got it. They come out early with the Patriots, the Lions, road games against the Chargers and the Texans. I mean, they're looking at one and three, probably right there. And then they play the Vikings in Week Five. Perfect time to put in Jake Locker. There's some nice games on this uh, on this Thursday night slate. Bears Packers are uh, concerns aside is still a good game. Giants, of course, Giants at Panthers should be good. Um, Seahawks at Niners is an interesting no, that's game. A good game. Chiefs at Chargers oh, is, a, is a is a fun one, and um, we got to get to these West Coast games at least. Yeah, um, yeah Colts right. Jaguars throw out the records when those two teams get together. <laughs> they did used to play good games. They did. I'm now, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm halfway kidding, but you know Andy Luck's going to be in there. That'll be something worth watching. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's uh, going to be terrific. And then uh, the following week, you can watch David Garrard. <laughs> David Garrard versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what? Don't don't sell Matt Moore short. Yeah, maybe Matt Moore. We'll see. Saints at Falcons could be good. Could be good. Would be interesting. Wouldn't it be something if both those teams are just on the bottom end of the division? And it's the Bucks and the Panthers. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And good uh, closing out of the year too. You got the Bronx at the Raiders. Peyton at the Raiders, and then lastly. The Bungles at the Eagles. That also could be a sig- very significant game for so both these teams. If, so we're if, looking, we're, if we're assuming that these teams aren't going to win their respective divisions, then that could be a wild card uh, in the mix. play-in game, Bengals and Eagles. Did they miss? Did they They should have ended with the division game. They had a nice stretch of division games they're going at, going back to uh, where the Chiefs and Chargers are playing, went all division. And uh, we, we don't want to – all right, now we're looking at it. May as well quickly – take a quick look at the Sunday Nighters. Is this going to be Black Tie's dream of a tight 45? No, we uh, got over it like seven minutes ago. Good. I know, I know. Good. The, uh, the, I see the Pittsburgh Steelers are featured three times on Sunday Night Football. Steelers at the Bengals. That's a bad game. See, that's what I'm talking about. I don't like. You, you, you like to be the home team on those night games. You don't so want to be on the road for the night Week two, games. we got the Lions and 49ers. Yeah, that's a good that's one. That's good. Lions at the Niners. Patriots at the Ravens. Wow. Giants at Eagles, of course, is good. Packers at Texans should be good. Are you sure NBC didn't make their own schedule? Texans at the Bears. Ravens at Steelers. Pats Patriots, at Jets. Jets. Packers at Giants. I don't, I, you know, I, the Giants I'm expecting to swoon a bit. Let's keep in mind, like you said, they were 9-7 and seven last year. They Lions were. at the Packers in in December. All right, that's it. 49ers at the Patriots near the end of the season, and then that game Chargers and the Jets that uh, Rank was bellyaching about. All right, Rank, I felt it was a utilitarian podcast. Give it a letter grade. We went over the schedules. We did. I think it was informative. I think as far as Was it our most entertaining show? Probably not. No, you didn't think so? Black Tie? Informative. Black Tie wasn't really listening. So I was actually this time. 
And oh, what did you time. think? Yeah, this time. It was good. I mean, I think fine, we were, yeah. At, at the very end, we were just going over the schedule, but... That's what fun. you wanted. I didn't and then even, you were you know upset what? at the beginning yes. when I was talking about other stuff. I didn't even get yeah. a chance to talk about La Kings, and yeah. we sat here and we jumped into the schedule just to appease you, and now... And now you're scorning us. Now I agree with everybody else. After all these years, I finally come around. Hockey is stupid. <laughs> finally, Dave. <laughs> Hockey is finally fun. I'll come around if the stupid. Penguins can win four straight. But until then, <laughs> but until uh, next autumn, I may be uh, down on hockey after what I've seen from my uh, from my team. All right, next week we'll be back from Hawaii. I'll be nice and tan rank. The Bronze Age starts, eh? That's right. And it, it's a rare thing when the Bronze Age and the Iron Age overlap. But, <laughs> but as you can plainly see by looking at me. No, we don't have to worry about that. What are you talking about? This belly's going down, isn't it? Is it? It's not so big anymore, is it? The I never start. thought I never I'm thought you were. losing a little bit of this. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about, and we never got to it. Maybe next week. Did you see Mad Men? The, this, oh, you don't watch Mad no. Men. No. Mad Men. Spoiler alert. Don't do it. Haven't seen it yet. All right, Black. I bet he, he smokes and drinks in his office. Well, also, he in, talks in, down in to the, the conference room, two of the uh, two of the milk toast guys. Uh, the, so, you the, know, this whole part of the cast is going to be bleeped out just for. Why? Yeah, Put your fingers in your ears for a Spoiler second, Black. Tie. Why? This isn't going to ruin anything. Turn Nothing, it off. The, no one. This isn't about Pretend anything. it's the rest of the podcast and don't pay attention. <laughs> Good strategy. <laughs> Um, the the two guys, uh, Pete Campbell and mm-hmm. the Englishman, they, uh, they 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 say some disrespectful things to each other, and so they settle it with their fists, mm-hmm. but in a very gentlemanly way. It's not like someone just jumps up from a table and decks the other one. They're like, "We're going to have a fight now." And when I when my sleeves are rolled up, there's no accounting for where my fists fly, <laughs> kind of kind of thing. And they just close the blinds. There are five guys in the room. Two mm-hmm. guys are gonna are gonna throw down. They just square off, and they're and like I say, they're soft. These two guys, mm-hmm. but they still do it. They square off and they and they punch each other, and then one eventually gets knocked out. And I'm not gonna say who black tie, but the point is. I would like to – I, I think that's a great way that we've lost out. Fight club, formalized mm-hmm. fight club to settle our differences. Now, the downside to that now, is I wouldn't do well if in that society. You, though, Rank, if we did that at NFL Network mm-hmm. with all the, the talent here, we'd need, obviously, to have the former players division. We can't you – know, I wouldn't want to be having a scrum with, you know, with a guy who played NFL football. Who, why? Who would scare you? Well, any of them. Okay. Anybody who played in the NFL, I assume, is going to be stronger than I am, right? All right. Unless it's a kicker, right? Fair enough. Or Eli Manning. Outside <laughs> of that, I mean, that's about it. Um, I would say, uh, I would say, you would fare pretty well in the non-players division. Mm-hmm. If we had, to, if we had Fight Club, you would, you would be the king of the roost because you would beat everybody. You'd be like Sean Penn and Bad Boy. <laughs> Who would beat you? Who would beat you? Handsome Hank is a—he's an interesting foe because he's got some reach. He's a big guy. He's yeah. a tall guy. Yeah, you would do well. But I—I I, I would probably want to enter the open division. Black tie, real quick. What's Who, up? Just among the fantasy show guys: Elliot Harrison, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Matt Money Smith, Adam Rank, Dave Damashek. Who wins? Who's the? Wait, is this—is this a battle royale or is this one-on-one I don't know. individual we, round we did, robin? Like, who would be the worst? Who would be the? Who would? Who would get beaten the most severely? <laughs> who would get? Oh. Uh, I can't do this. Elliot, Jason out. Smith, Come on. or Dave Damashek. Those are your three. Or, J- uh, or Fabiano. Well, I got to go Fabs, right? Fabiano no, no would offense, take the yeah. biggest whipping? Yeah, he doesn't seem like much of a Well, player. Matt Money Smith is from the mean streets of Chicago. No, Matt, he's from the I would have me- messed with Matt Money. He's been around. Yeah, well, yeah, he's yeah, he's from the he's from the south side any of Chicago. Called, any man called Money, I, I'm not messing around with. Oh, right. well, what does that mean? I don't know. Well, That's a non sequitur. Okay. <laughs> He's he's like the coach from Teen Wolf. Uh, never play cards with a guy named after a city. Never mess with a guy with a white iPhone. Yeah, yeah that's great. All right. Well, listen. A lot. Uh, we need to explain. Discussed. Is that it? We're just gonna we're gonna leave that. No, time? I'm just wetting the appetite, and then okay. we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Actually, can I can I ask people to tweet me or tweet you? Tweet the two of us. Yeah. I think that they should rank. Who would be like if you were going to make like ahead. a boxing division? There will be three people who made it to the end of this podcast. But all right, it doesn't matter. All right, we'll see how many we get. All right, good enough then. And that's you know what? If you're one of those people who always clamor for us to do more than a tight forty-five, this is your opportunity to shove it in Black Tie's face, show that you do listen to the end of the podcast, do send a tweet and say, "Hey, here's my rankings." Even if you don't know all the guys, just between the two of us, then 
Just do it. Just to show him, mm-hmm. just to show Black Tie that people do care and people do want to log podcast. Do it for America. All right, that's what like I say. It. Yeah, you and know, good I got, luck to your halos. Ryan. Yeah, I got yeah, tickets for the Angels game tonight. All right, it's goodbye. Tuesday night. So, all right, black tie, rank, audience, back uh, with uh, some NFL draft preview next week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.